This episode is part of our Voices at MozFest series. MozFest is a movement where people from around the world and all walks of life come together to work toward a more humane digital world. Hey, Sarah, we're back. Hi, Kim. We are back with more Voices at MozFest. We liked it so much, we had to keep going. Like, how else can you talk to so many amazing people? I know, and I'm really excited because MozFest is also sort of still going on. Uh, we'll share links about it, but you can still actually register for MozFest and then get connected to all these amazing sessions that got recorded and things like that. So that's really awesome. The ripples are still going out. I'm making a ripple gesture that our listeners can't see, but it's very, it's very graceful and um, <laughs> descriptive. So there you go. <laughs> well, let's get to our guest. Yay! We have uh, Muskan Fatima here, and she is going to tell us all about her MozFest experience. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Hi everyone. I'm Muskan, and I'm speaking from Islamabad, Pakistan. And a little bit about me. I graduated high school last year, and I'm currently on a gap year. I'll be attending college this year. Um, and during my gap year, I just wanted to, you know, just try out exciting things because I, the main reason behind me taking a gap year was because I had no idea what I wanted to do. So basically mm-hmm. this year I was all about exploring and, you know, what I was really into. And MozFest, like, it was something which kind of came during that time where I was, like, in my experimental phase. And it was all a coincidence. Like, I was, you know, that time, like, you know, when it's 3 a.m. and, like, you're just signing up for random things because you think you're interested in all of them. <laughs> So I kind of signed up for, I think, the Internet Society because I knew that, like, whatever I do, I kind of want to do something that's related to computers. Because since I was a kid, I was always into messing around with computers. So, yeah, so I liked the Internet Society. It was like this volunteering organization that, you know, helps with, you know, talks about Internet governance and stuff like that. And, and it, you know, it just happened like one day I received an email from them that, you know, MOSFET is happening and then, you know, all of the members can submit their proposals or something like that. And at this point, I had no idea what it was. And uh, I just became too curious and I clicked on it. And, you know, the website popped up. It, it had so many purples and pinks. I was like, whoa, hold on. This is this is something which I love. <laughs> hey, let me check it out. Because, uh, I mean, you know, they say don't judge a book by its cover. But if MOSFET was the book, I would definitely pick it up because, I mean, you know, the entire interface and everything. Um, it's a pretty cover. Yeah, it's a great cover. I was like, whoa, this looks super interesting. What is it? And that's when I realized, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I can host a session and I can, you know, do all of these things. And then, you know, at that time, um, I was like, should I really do this? Am I at a time, like, you know, I'm not an expert on anything. Hell, I mean, like, I just graduated high school, right? Like, what would I know? But then I realized, like, MOSFET is actually very welcoming. And they were like, you know what, whatever you're interested in, whether it's some, you know, art, whether it's, like, an actually really technical topic or whether, you know, you just want to hang out with people and chat. Come on, like, you know, just have a session. And I was like, this is really cool. What, what can I talk about? So at that time was also, you know, looking into the cybersecurity side of, you know, computer science because this, that's one of the areas I was interested in. And I realized, like, you know, it would be really a good idea if I can, you know, tell people about what it's, you know, what the cyber uh, ecosystem, is, you know, is like today and, you know, how we think, like, you know, exploring the web can be, it's like such a normal thing because we are, you know, so used to it. And, you know, my generation, because I talk about Generation Z, basically. So, you know, we are digital natives, like we, we kind of grew up in this space. And because of that, we think that our habits are so, like, we just, we just feel like we know the web. Yet we don't realize, like, you know, what dangers it could have. 
So I was like, you know what, I should talk about this because, I mean, it recently so happened that a few of my friends, you know, had their accounts compromised on social media. And, you know, when I was a kid, I had my Club Penguin account, you know, hacked. It used to be a game. And, you know, a part of me was still like a little bit passive aggressive about it. I was like, yeah. I should tell people, like, you know, your accounts can get hacked. You know, let me just talk about cybersecurity awareness. That is something which I can talk about it. You know, I mean, I don't need to be an expert. I just need to be someone who's aware. And that is where I decided to submit a proposal. And then I, because I have, you know, memory of a goldfish, I forgot about it. And then later on in December, I heard from Mosfet. They're like, your session, it's in. And I was like, oh, my God, no, it's, it's happening. It's happening. And at that moment, I was, you know, I, I just got so excited. And then, you know, the emails they came and I, I I mean I love how it was all virtual but it felt so real because like there was so much communication every time I opened my inbox there was an email from Mosfest telling people you know to join Slack to, you know to, to check out their website and I started preparing for my session and yeah that is uh, how I basically found out about Mosfest and yeah oh my gosh like there's again there's so much we just met you like a couple minutes ago and I would never have guessed you just graduated from high school. I know. That's amazing. Well, and what an incredible, like to spend your gap year exploring all of the different things that you might be interested in, which is so smart because the fact that we make people decide what they want to do and get degrees that they'll use for the rest of their lives so young is, I have a problem with that. But so it's so smart to be testing all out all of these different interests and then to see Mozfest and be like, hmm, let's see how I like talking to other people about one of my passions and interests is so neat. I don't know. I feel like I would have spent my gap year like eating donuts, but you, <laughs> you're making a good cause for using that gap year being smart. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I was like, you know, in Pakistan, like gap years are not really a thing. People do not, you know, um, I appreciate gap years because, you know, they're seen as something like, you know, as a waste of time or, you know, because, you know, you're oh. kind of just supposed to follow that linear path. Like you're supposed to know that what you're supposed to do by the, you know, by the end of your high school, because everybody else around you acts like they know what's going on with their lives. Yet, you know, you realize that you usually don't know what's happening. And I just didn't want to go down that path. I, I told my parents, like, you know, I mean, I'm taking a gap year. I really want to figure out what I want to do. And yeah, and you know, as it's coming to an end, I can say that I'm actually doing a study abroad. And yeah, I, you know, I did have the opportunity to like try out so many different things. And definitely, I am, I've, I've always, you know, been into trying out like non-traditional paths. So yeah, my gap has been great. And you know, MOFIS was an awesome experience because not only I met so many people, but it definitely really helped me pick out, you know, the niche that I was into. And yeah. That's so good to hear both that MozFest embraced you, it sounds like, and that's something I, both Sarah and I have felt coming from different angles at it. That's one of the things I love about it is it's, you know, everybody is welcome and, and then hearing that, yes, that's actually true with you and other folks is really awesome. And then the other thing is because there's such a wide variety of topics at MozFest, it really is a great opportunity to just explore. Like if you have any inkling that tech is interesting to you. There's so like, that's such a expansive thing. And I think there's a lot of stereotypes and misconceptions that it's, you know, mm -hmm. just this one thing and you experience MOSFES, you're like, oh my gosh, no, it's a thousand million things. I just wanted to say like, you know, especially like if you are, you know, a girl and like you're interested in STEM and you kind of want a platform, you know, to speak and, you know, to talk about it, it's really hard, you know, to find opportunities that just invite you to, you know, come on and like to, to just like to just do that. 
and especially like even if there are there are so many you know limits like you kind of you know you need to be an expert in that field but you know Moscow is like the best part is that it's really so open and I think that is what makes it so amazing that it really just you know, welcomes anyone. And we want to hear all about your MozFest experience. And so why don't we start with the session that you offered and what that experience was like. And then we can hear about some of the sessions that you went to and what you liked the most. But we'll start with your session, which I read the description of, and I want to be in the front row. (laughs) So my session was basically about creating a safe cyber ecosystem for Gen Z. And, um, you know, like I said, like I talked before, like, my generation, you know, Gen Z, which is basically, you know, people who were born, I think, after 1990. I, I mean, I, I kind of have to, you know, make that sure again. But yeah, so we are basically so, you know, used to, I mean, this is the generation that's like glued to their phones and we are just glued to our screens all the time. And that has kind of made, you know, bought this confidence in us that we kind of know how computers work, how the internet works. And, you know, when we are out there, like, we just, we just think like we know how it, it all works and we kind of ignore bad sides of it that, you know, that can happen, all the dangers that are out here lurking, you know, on the web. And we really don't think about it until something happens, you know, someone's account gets compromised or, you know, someone someone gets their data stolen or, you know, their sensitive information is stolen and until then we have no idea what happens. And, and even after that happens, we have no idea what to do afterwards. Um, and I mean, like, it just happened, like, I was reading today that since, you know, I'm I'm also interested in, you know, the world of blockchain and, you know, crypto and that stuff. And I was just reading that so many people, you know, as the, you know, the new web series emerging, I, I read somewhere, yeah, I mean, I was listening to a podcast, actually, and they talked about how so many people to this day do not know how multi-factor authentication works and how it exists. And that is such a crucial part of the web today, but so many people just don't know how to use it. So yeah, like there is that huge gap into, uh, you know, whereas there are people who are, you know, technical and like know and, you know, how to, you know, maneuver the web and whereas, you know, there are people who are completely unaware of these things. Just because like, you know, we, you know, how to, how to you know, use or move around social media doesn't exactly mean that you are aware of, you know, what can happen to you if you kind of, you know, set a password that's not too strong or you kind of click on a link someone sent on your to, you know to your email so it's it, I mean yes it, I mean it sounds like really basic stuff but what you kind of realize is that you know according to like there were so many surveys which I mentioned during my session is that half of the people around you know from the age group of like 18 to 25 they have no idea about you know how these things work I think there was actually a survey by Google where they asked you know kids like teenagers actually if they know what phishing is they all responded yes but when they were asked to like identify what it actually is none of them could (laughs) it's basically like like you think you know how it works but it doesn't and this is why my session was just revolved around talking about you know what the cyber ecosystem is like today and you know especially after the COVID since so many people you know try to find a space online and you know came to the digital world at the same time so many bad guys came here as well because you know they would just want to be here as well and because of that you know cyber crimes just rise so uh yeah yeah i mean they rose so much and i mean there was also another report which said that in 2022 you know malware attacks are you know going to rise by 50 percent and also that you know data breaches are happening to different companies and organizations every single day um in, in the news so 
Yeah, I just, uh, my session was basically aimed at, you know, creating this awareness because I think it all starts with just talking about it. And I mean, this is the least which uh, I think that in, in a way that I could contribute. So yeah, that was the whole premise of my session. And how was the experience of having your session and leading it? What was the, what was the session like? Mm -hmm. So this was basically my first time leading a session. So basically I spent days just researching and creating my script and my presentation. You're very knowledgeable. Your research was successful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, because I, I, this was my first time and I was basically just so nervous. I was like, oh my God, uh, you know, there are going to be so many people. I cannot disappoint. And, you know, every time like I had my session page opened on like one tab and I would just refresh it just to see how many people signed up. And like every time I did, there were like people and, you know, there were more people and, you know, it went from just 10 people. And I was like, okay, so 10 people are going to be there. Then it went to 25 and then it went to 30 and then it went to 40. And I was like, oh my God, my first time and like, everyone and their mom is attending i don't know how it's gonna go so i was really nervous and then guess what when i did actually you know i I came into the meeting room i had like a 17 page script just you know ready which i just rehearsed and rehearsed and i had like on you know on the side and i'm just like waiting and then um i think from the youth and futures joseph and soldat they they, you know they came in and you know they, they had a little chat with me also I think if before hosting a session, one thing, which I learned like a personal thing, do not drink caffeine, do not get caffeinated because you're always <laughs> so nervous. So okay. just stay away from caffeine. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. And, <laughs> and also um, another tip, which I found out, which could be useful for anyone who's into, you know, public speaking and all of that stuff is that if you're feeling nervous, just go into an empty room and just like try to move your hands around and just go crazy just like do the most crazy and like move your body in like every position it will just really get the nervous energy out it really does make sure you're kind of alone in the room because if there's someone else they're going to think you're crazy but like just go in the empty room and like just go "Ah!" and that like really gets out the nervous energy out if you trust me (laughs) so yeah those are the two things like which i learned like you know personal level no caffeine and just go into an empty room and go crazy so yeah, as I'm like, you know, um, I'm trying to, you know, warm up, I'm trying to, you know, I'm making sure that my presentation is working fine and everything and we're waiting, you know, the time is going on. I'm like, okay, one hour. Okay, now I have like 59 minutes left. I hope I'm able to make the presentation. <clears throat> and then I have like 55 minutes and like no one's showing up. Finally, at 50 minutes, one person um, showed up and she was a really, really, really sweet girl who basically worked at a library part time. And she said that she was interested in my session. She was, she was around my age. She said she was interested because so many, you know, the elderly, uh, the, you know, like the old uh, people and so many kids attend the library and she wanted to basically create awareness in them about cybersecurity issues and that's why she came. So yeah, um, it was just three people, me, her and Joseph and Soldat from, you know, they were Wranglers from Mosfet. It was just four people. So I came in prepared for, for like 40 people and I have like one person and I, and you know, whoever said less is more, it's like, they really know what they said because it is so true. It was one person, but really like you could, I mean, it was better because we were able to dive into every point that I said, like into way more depth. For instance, one of the points was that I, I talked about how these days so many, you know, younger people 
they basically create several accounts on social media and you know how they keep one account for their public parents whereas they keep another account for their friends and all of that stuff because they think that security like right like they think that they're being secured that way but it doesn't exactly work that way because if you do not know the basics like your password's not strong enough or maybe you kind of you know keep your accounts logged in on different devices they're you know i mean they're all at the same risk so we were able to kind of you know go into depth into that because i was asked a question on you know if that's the case then that doesn't exactly mean that creating different accounts is necessarily it's like actually a bad thing you can still you know do that so we were able to you know to really talk about what if if you know creating or having many accounts on a single social media platform ethical or not or if it's actually safe or not and you know if you see it from a perspective of you know um cybersecurity and yeah we had an we had a great Q&A session and all of that stuff aside um it was just really like a conversation um between friends because you know when you think of sessions you kind of you know remember those TED talk videos on YouTube where just like one person on the stage and like the audience is just looking at them and once in a while they make a joke and then only then the audience come alive you know comes alive so that's what i used to think of session so moffat also you know i i just realized that it changed the way that i view sessions <clears throat> and public speaking as overall you know as general because it's actually just a, it's supposed to be a conversation and if 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 you ever go to a session where it's not like that that means that it's you, you, i'm so sorry but you are actually doing it all wrong <laughs> not only we were you know talking about the important stuff we were also talking about you know how to take breaks and you know what we like doing when we take breaks for example um I think Joseph told me how he likes going, go, you know, going on walks to the forest. And Sola talked about, I think, you know, we talked about, you know, doing run, you know, going on marathons and stuff like that. So it's re- it was really like, you know, how a group of friends would talk. And I think, yeah, it was, that's how, you know, sessions are supposed to be. And I think especially like if you are a part of, you know, some, if you're trying to create that festival feeling virtually inside you know a pixelated world something like that really brings it to life because then you really don't feel like you're just you know reading over a script so yeah that was what my experience was like and you know we closed off with the Q&A session and I was able to you know to give them some resources and some links which I prepared so you know you know they could read on more and yeah it was it was it was at 11 out of 10. I love hearing that it wasn't what you expected and it ended up exceeding your expectations that's because that's life right that's public speaking that's teaching that's conferences that's everything is i expected this and then this happened and it was awesome that's that's how you know you've really done the conference right (laughs) what other experiences did you have at mosfest that really inspired you or sparked further interest in you so i think another thing which i really liked about mosfest was actually the slack community first of all because of several reasons first of all the help was so amazing it was so fast like anytime that I had a question I just posted and I got a reply in like a few seconds and I was like whoa they're really connected and yeah that didn't make me feel left out it didn't make me feel like whoa there's so many people hosting their sessions maybe you know uh, I'm, I, I mean I don't know how it's going to work so in a way it was, it was really accommodating and you know first of all that thing was you know the way everyone's uh, you know answers were getting uh, you know answered and like everybody in the community whether they were just participants or facilitators everyone was just like you know trying to help each other out so yeah that is one part of it which i really liked and the other part 
which I liked was the entire Slack community as a whole. So you can, you know, there was a jobs and opportunities, you know, channel, which, you know, like I said, going full circle back to the gap year thing. I was, I'm always like trying to look out for stuff, which is, you know, interesting and actually explore. So for me, that was really interesting. It's not just like, you know, people helping each other out or talking. It was also like, hey, you know, there's this other cool thing that I know it's happening and I'm a part of it. So I want, you know, you to come over and join. And that was uh, great because I was able to, you know, message so many people about, you know, amazing research that they're doing. I think someone was like, I had an AI-based art gallery somewhere and they were like looking for submissions from people all over the world. And like, it was, I, I mean, I was just able to, to, you know, um, visit different, you know, uh, websites and like even just, you know, look at different initiatives, which I, I didn't know existed in the, in the world. So yeah, people were also, you know, talking about their own personal creative projects. So that is what I also really liked. Like it was actually like, you know, what it would be if you actually go to a festival. I've never attended an in-person festival uh, because they're not, you know, that common in Pakistan. But if I did, I kind of, you know, think that they would go this way that, you know, everyone's, you know, just talking and not only like they're learning new stuff together, but they're also, you know, sharing their, you know, things that they're passionate about and their projects and that. So yeah, that's another thing. I think that you are such an awesome role model for especially young people to be like, yes, I'm going to do this, but you're taking it, you're taking it further. Like you're using the communications channel to reach out to people and ask questions and I think that's so important because especially this community, like they want to help you. So you don't, you know, you don't need to be like nervous or I don't know. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do that. You know, I'm not like you said, I don't have expertise in that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's awesome. Imposter syndrome and social anxiety and like meeting new people. I mean, it's all the things at once that can be really, really challenging. So I agree. You're an amazing role model to be like, well, I wanted to learn how it was done. So I found people that were doing it and asked those questions. Like, that's so great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and also, that is also, I guess, another benefit of like having a festival that is virtual is that I, I feel like it, it really allows more people to, you know, to reach out. I think because like if something is in person, you definitely get more nervous. And, you know, there are lots of other factors, you know, which you kind of consider that is my hair looking okay? Is my shirt looking okay? You really don't consider that when it's virtual. Like, you're like, okay, you know what? Even if this conversation goes wrong, I can just play it on with like an emoji or something. It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh, that's one benefit of you know virtual things. You can just hide behind a profile picture of a parrot and you know meet so many new people. So yeah, um, I didn't I didn't use a profile picture of a parrot. I it's, it's my own picture. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But yeah. <laughs> Um, Sarah, I think, I think it's time. I think it's time for your favorite question. I was just about to ask. Can I ask my favorite question? Okay, my favorite one. How do you want to change the world? Hmm. How do I want to change the world? So I think, to be honest, I haven't figured it out. And I think Ooh. if I have to take another gap here to do it, I will. But I do know for sure that I am all about doing tech for good. I don't know if I'll be, you know, telling people how to save their computers. I don't know if I would be making an AI that is actually, you know, fair and, you know, doesn't use bad data sets, you know, to create systems that are biased. I don't know if I would, you know, maybe owning a bakery that gives out free cookies to people just to make their day better. So I, at this point, like, and I don't think so, like, and I don't want to answer that question at this point. I think like, how do I want to change the world? I want to explore more and find out as many ways as I can to impact people's life. And this is, you know, what Moss has really taught me that you do not 
exactly all the things you're thinking about changing the world, even if it's just one person who shows up, you know, to ask for your help or, you know, who wants to learn something from you, that that's already, you know, changing your world at least. It's not about having 40 people, a million people. It's just about hanging out and, you know, just being with those three or four, like two people, but like making sure that they take away something that is valuable to them and creates an impact in their life. And as someone who is solidly too old to be Gen Z, I can tell you <laughs> that even if you did know how to answer that question today, even if you had like a solid answer, you were hundred percent sure it'll change. Like it changes with seasons and it changes as you get older. And that's the great thing because it allows you to change the world in a million different ways because you have accomplished that or decided that you are moving on to something new and you leave these little bits and pieces as you go. So it sounds like you are in exactly the right place and already working on uh, doing some world changing right now. Yeah, I am so glad that we got to meet you. I'm going to follow what you're, what you're doing because you're, yeah, I'm, I'm very inspired. I'm fangirling now. So <laughs> thank you so much. Um, and also, once again, I came into thinking about a podcast like it's supposed to be one of those really, you know, serious one where everyone has got like a really fancy microphone. And they're just, you know, sitting in a black, dark room in a studio and they're like, you know, talking about some really serious stuff. Once again, uh, MozFest changed my mind and how I perceive or, you know, view just, you know, interactions with people. And I love this podcast. I've never been on a podcast before, by the way. So this is definitely. (laughs) What a strong um, debut. You are, you are ready. People who are listening, ready for more podcasts, like Booker. (laughs) She's ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's that's honestly great. Thank you for that shout out. Um, and I think after this podcast, you have, you know, the bar has been raised too high. Now everyone needs to kind of, you know, vibe like this. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, fine. Your podcast is good, bro. But I still like the one with MozFest the most. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. We won the day. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been just a pleasure. Thank you. And, you know, likewise, I love being here. And I think I I just got so happy and excited that after this, I have to go on a walk just to once again, get that energy out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Muscan. It was great to meet you. Thank you. It was so nice to meet you too.